welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where two nerds talk about stuff, about politics and all the things, that, politics and death, you should never talk about. That's what we talk about. We so, do. you know, you've come to the right place if you defy societal conventions. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. This week, we're going to work out... We're going to talk about leadership and we're going to try and figure out what we would actually like to see in a leader because the more I think about it myself, the less I know, the more less I can think of anyone that I actually would want to be in charge. And I uh, like to shout at leaders when I hear them on the radio or the telly. So I feel like I'm well qualified to criticise and uh, comment on everything that they do. And therefore, my opinions are worth recording. Yes, everyone's an expert on what's what people are doing wrong, aren't they? Yep. Um, but it's actually when we're tr- going to. Tr- I want to try and think about like what, what what would what would someone doing it right actually look like? Can we even imagine this? Because it's quite hard to think about anyone who. Yeah, I was just looking at what the values we would like to see in a leader, and if such a person could ever possibly exist. Because even the best ones, as soon as they're on that pedestal, as soon as they're in that spotlight, there's no way you can please everyone or not do anything wrong ever uh right let's just we've just had so many technical problems trying to get through this intro we've failed at skype zoom we're on facetime we have no backup recording but let's start recording and hope nothing goes wrong motorbike sounds outside my window oh outside your window I was like, so loud like the loudest motorbike in the world and my window's shut wow. can you hear that noise noise pollution can you hear that yes i can Fuck me okay yeah how's it going sounds like a harley yes it does <laughs> that's like a harley um um how's it what's going? going what are you it's- doing well, well, last week I went on and joined in the Friday climate, global climate strike on the 20th of September. Hello, we're back after skiving off for a week. <laughs> Michael called it skiving. Um, but yeah, I went to split. I marched with some young'uns, mostly young'uns, and an, a, a very reassuring number of tourists who were obviously on their holidays and then thought, I really must join in with the climate protest so i'm gonna find out what's going on here so they rocked up mm. so it's a bit multinational i thought uh wasn't massive and there was a few um there were a lot of these sort of older generation like my mum's plus green um movers and shakers there who were kind of involved but certainly letting the young people take the lead mm. and then and all the speeches at the end were by young teenage girls um and then the one of these old guy, I don't know who he is, he stood up and he sort of did this quite moving short speech about how they had failed. Like, you know, we've been trying to do this for you for 20, 30 years and we've we failed. So we're here to support you um, and do what we can. But it was it was nonetheless exciting to see that it really is a global thing mm. and it was it also has prompted you know i've told you i've got a sort of auntie person who lives down the road here yeah. she wants she wants to come next time we go right. 
So she's she's now fully indoctrinated, politicized, <laughs> activated. Well, yeah, activated. And I think it, what what it, going to these sorts of things and telling people about that gives you a chance to talk to people who might not think, maybe always thinks it. It gives that social proof. So the lady that runs the nursery, I said, oh, you know, Nick will be picking her up late, my daughter up later, and uh, she's. She, I said, oh, I'm going to split to the climate protest. She goes oh, can you be bothered to go to something like that? <laughs> and I was like, well, yes, actually. <laughs> and then, uh, so that gave me an opportunity to to talk about it a little bit with somebody who does have influence. Hmm. And uh, then whilst I was in Split, I found, I actually found a secondhand clothes shop. So I bought my daughter's PE shoes secondhand, wow. which I was quite pleased because there's a very limited secondhand market here. Uh, and that was a really it was a really good shop but you had to have your rummaging hat on and I'm a bit I have a limited attention span for rummaging but I was pleased with my finds Uh, so yeah a successful Friday so you did the you did the climate strike I I mean I uh, I guess yeah like I don't really have anyone to strike against other than the listeners of this podcast I suppose so in that sense (laughs) it was a it was a strike (laughs) <laughs> it is a bit of a funny one for freelancers, I yeah, think. Um, so I, I thought, like, I guess that makes sense, but I, I didn't really go on any marches or anything. I just worked on other stuff. <laughs> right. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I, I you know, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I paid attention, but yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really go out. You, what you did very well was count to ten. And not have a go at me for flaking out. No, on the podcast. no. I mean, I, it was legit. It was just it, well, your suggestion that well, we could just do one that's just all sort of songs and things. I'm like, we. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go on strike and not do this, but I'm going to still do the same amount of work. Uh, wait, wait a minute. So am I on strike? I was merely, I was merely trying to provide a solution to your whole. We mustn't miss a week. Yeah, well, strategy. Um, I mean, we didn't. So we didn't technically. I, I, I the, the audio you sent me was you know i i i was like okay yeah there's not a lot i need to do with that (laughs) so i thought i'd be like i'd add my own notes to it or something but it was like yeah it's fine just put it out put some music on it and then uh save the world save the environment (laughs) uh so yeah like each of these things but yeah i've I've, I've been having a good week um because like i've found a designer to collaborate on who's quite keen to work on my happiness app with me but so we've got a sort of day booked in next week but in the meantime it means well i just decided to set myself like half an hour every day work on just make something with some sort of thing i've already made like and we always asked you what a good name for these like a, a medium that i have created myself like my little dancing characters or my my uh visuals app that's controlled by the 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 synth and stuff um and i was like because i I always build things but then i never really make any content on them it's always like that's kind of always a bit of an afterthought and then i'm sort of more interested in building the next thing than actually kind of recording some music using the thing that i've spent months creating you know like so that spinny mechanical thing i haven't actually made any tracks with it because it partly because it barely works and i'm mildly stressed that it's all this, I had to completely disassemble it and I had to rebuild it to make it not f- shake itself apart. Um, but yeah, so I just thought I'd, I'd set myself an easy thing of just using some stuff I've already made to record some stuff. So I think the music in this episode will all be like 
stuff from my Instagram that I've been doing. So I've just been recording these little, you know, 30, 40, 50 second videos on Instagram with some visuals and a little dancing thing. And, a, you know, you can sort of see through it to, to what I'm doing behind. And I think I, I sort of had a few days of like, why do these all look like rubbish? And then I had a little bit of a sort of visual breakthrough and was like, ah, it works. That's cool. And then got really excited and then got loads of views on that one video as well. I was like, OK, I'm encouraged. But uh, yeah, of course, like nothing, nothing's taken like half an hour. Everything's taken like three hours, no. four hours. <laughs> like, but I've just that is the way of things, isn't it? Because <laughs> uh, I just because there's always quite a lot of tech to figure out, as well as then like trying to make something that sounds good. But I, I'm I'm I have not had a, like a creative streak like this for a long time, and I'm just really enjoying it. And it just feels like it's sort of building. And and it also keys into a possible product idea as well, where we're going to start maybe making some sort of little Euro Euro rack is this standard for making sort of audio modules. That um, so a modular synth is a synthesizer. You sort of put you buy the different bits of it and assemble them and into something that after you spent a grand maybe makes a little bleepy sound like it's. <laughs> But it's cool because it means you've got all these boutique sort of instrument makers that just have to make a little bit of an instrument. Um, so you don't, you're not sort of responsible for an entire sort of polished consumer product. You're like, well, here's a thing that um, when you play a note into it, it splits it into three other notes. Or here's a thing where you put a continuous signal into it, it splits it up into notes of a scale. and like that. So there's loads of potential for doing those things. And the people that like them are prepared to pay quite a lot of money for them as well and I'm in a room with someone that has some expertise in a lot of the stuff and we're, we're so we were sort of looking at um CNC cutters this week which is like the machine like cut holes in in bits of aluminium and like etch them and etch circuit boards and do things like that and we're, we're thinking of trying to sort of release some modules like that and all this kind of would then end up being marketing materials for that so it's like mm. it's it's I'm feeling excited, um, especially as you know the, I my other app. So I'm just rambling on, but I've just got so much to <laughs> ramble about. That's <laughs> what happens if I go on strike. Exactly. For a week. If Ivanka goes on strike, Michael's got too much to go on about. Um, <laughs> yeah. All I was going to say was like, yeah, like this app I'm working on. It's it's a bit of a moonshot. Like if I don't get Apple to feature it, I don't really have a plan B and. There's a lot of kind of quite specific stuff that I'm having to do just to have a shot at that. Um, and it would have been a lot easier if I wasn't to build if I wasn't trying to do that. So um, I think this one's a bit more of a kind of inter intermediate risk. Um, so I think that's a good thing to be thinking about as well. So, But yeah, I'm just having lots of fun and being very creative. <laughs> A nice thing I did this week was um, I did a nice mentory phone call with somebody that I got put in touch with. So I had a nice one, you know, nice hours chat with somebody who's in her twenties and up and you know just setting out on her in mm. her career. So that was that was nice. What's the uh, what's I the intersection it. between mentorship and leadership? Well, 
That is an excellent question, Michael. <laughs> I think it depends on the kind of leader you are or what you're what you're uh, what you're what you're trying to lead people to to right. i think i think if you're uh leading a team of people to do a thing then and the people are critical to the delivery of that thing then mentorship is really important and if you can't provide it you need to make sure they're getting it from someone else you have to recognize the need for that because because not everyone's going to be already ready not be for doing of all doing the all things the that need to be done yeah. yeah so and mentorship is also about i mean if you, if you if we it's about keeping the you know the people that you need to do the thing <laughs> it's about also just making sure they're well and happy mentorship has got a lot to do with helping people understand <clears throat> themselves and what they need mm. Uh, as well as you know pushing them a bit and uh, you know making them feel braver and yeah. challenging them and all those things but it's also about you know looking after your this is where the word resource is hard not to use it's like <laughs> looking after your resource. people this is your resource your human resource <laughs> look after your humans so i think that's where the but if you're just like oh yes i think yeah i don't think the leader has to necessarily provide the mentorship right okay and so, so well, like because so the leader's might... job is to go, is to get everyone all fired up and excited about, right? You know, in in a making things world, about going, look, look at this thing we're going to do. It's going to be worth it. It's amazing. Yes, you've all had a rubbish day and lots of people are slagging you off on the internet, but let's just keep. We know we're doing, the, you know, and all that kind of like, right? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> leadership is leadership. yeah, sort of highfalutin, isn't it? And like, uh, just. Yeah, getting people motivated, getting people to... It's about having the vision and about having the... Sort yeah. of appearing to have the plan, appearing to know where you're going, at least. So the worst thing yeah, in yeah, a leader yeah. for people following you is not... Well, I am... Um, it, yeah, it's not kind of quite knowing what you're trying to do yourself. That's really, like, yeah. undermining. Because people, what, how people will react to that leadership is they'll be like, right, okay, so my little bit of it is really important to this bigger picture and I'm excited and I'm going to work really hard on kind of helping move this thing to that, to that end. Um, so when they sort of keep changing, moving the goalposts or changing things, then it's like, I just... Whew, put so much yeah. effort into meeting your uh, <laughs> meeting your, your thing, vision, and, then, and, that, and that's not yeah, it's not what you want anymore. Apparently, um, yeah, yeah. But um, so, just yeah. to put it in terms of like, so I did do this I Ching reading um, uh, where I I sort of said you know my, my question was just like have I forgotten something? But it sort of said um, develop your character into that of a leader, and and some stuff it said was. Um, before a person may gather others together to achieve good, he must first gather together within himself proper principles. A leader who is not balanced and collected within himself will always be suspected by his followers, and in the hour when he needs them the most, they will hesitate. Therefore, the first task of the potential leader is to accumulate in his own character all that is good and true and correct. So well, I was thinking about that. Yeah. I've been meditating I, on that. <laughs> I, I, ha I got a very... just a, um, I got a very nice text message from somebody a couple of years ago who I had managed ahead before that. Mm. And he said that he just completed some leadership training course. And he said that um, it had made him think about me as this manager person. And he said that the thing that I um, 
got was loyalty. And I think that's, uh, so, and I think you can only have any, and I, I, I think that I'm loyal to the people. If I'm if I'm in charge of a of a project or a group of people, just talking about me for yeah, a moment, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I'm fine. If that, this is my, you know, the, I, I've done a lot of leadership roles. Basically, if I've got a team, I am a hundred percent loyal to that team. Mm. It is my job. I see as being to help them do the thing we're trying to do, and to without using words like you know you know protect them as much as allow them to have the space to be what they need to be mm. i am loyal to the team and i think that helps garner loyalty mm. because and i'm very open and honest i think i'm very, i try to be without going you don't know what it's like for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's something i don't like i had that in a manager a few years ago well very early in my career and she'd spend a lot of time complaining to us about how hard her job was <laughs> yeah and i'd be like yeah but that's why you get paid the big bucks <laughs> it's like why don't you i was just it was like my second job so i was very um quite judgy and quite you know, like black and white but uh yeah so i so i sort of try and avoid and you know if you want to so i think that thing what you were saying about um you know gather within themselves what that said about yeah, the gather within the yourself your within proper himself. principles gather within himself uh, proper principles i suppose Good. then it's like himself yeah because because all leaders are <laughs> hymns yeah. uh clearly um but yes um but um but being clear about what you're trying to do and what means you're going to do it by i think is a is quite a an important thing or knowing where your compromises lie because you also have to do some pretty horrible things as a leader right for example to, like if we're just talking in work yeah you have to you have to fire people. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay you know you have to you have to actually sit down and go do you know what i'm really sorry you know i'm not sorry <laughs> you can't say you can't start it with that you have to go <laughs> as much as this makes me really sad you are not very good at your job what are we going to do about it you know you have to have those difficult conversations that's not nice at all there's the whole thing of like limited power. So you sort of have the power to lead, but not necessarily to reward in the way you would want to. Uh, you might not have, the, you know. Someone said to me, and I'm, I think I'm going to be talking a lot more as the, the led than the leader. Because <laughs> like I did do I did do it for a while in a in a big agency. I was sort of in charge and then like in a smaller one as well. But um, I, yeah, my my. I will, yeah, so I'll probably talk more about the lead and my ego means I have to mention that I haven't always been led. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, just, that's all that was happening there. <laughs> I'm not a pawn. Um, Very good. Principles uh, on the self-awareness. There we go, yes. Goals my narcissism must be fed. Do not think that... <laughs> it's a motorbike outside my window. I swear to God. Um, yeah, so someone's when I was so something someone said that well, what you just made me think of was this thing of me kind of feeling like I was responsible for something, but then someone sort of saying like, no, well, respons responsibility lies with authority. So the person who has the authority is the person who is responsible. So if you try and be responsible for something when you're not actually in a position to make any proper decisions about it then like you know you don't have to worry about it so um like but that thing where you're trying to lead a team but then there's stuff that you're not able to 
wield the yeah. authority you need in order to kind of give them the clarity they need and give them the sort of direction yeah. and all that kind of thing because yeah. you don't know if some random thing's going to come. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's all I was trying to say. While that the, falls into the horror, you know, the category of horrible things that you have to do. Yeah. Um, so for me personally, there's also that thing of, uh, it's making, I wrote that like, uh, you know, there's the motivation and vision and, that's quite easy to do in a weird way right, yeah. because if you if you're bought into it mm. it's actually really easy to go I'm going to do it. but you've got to actually show how much you I think yeah, you, yeah. emotion and passion has to come mm. into it um, let's do this thing it's going to be amazing yeah. let's do it yeah. or it's going to be really hard but I think it's worth doing whatever it is but if you believe in your vision I think you can mm. quite relatively easily transmit that yeah, yeah. idea and, and it, that feeling and it, but sorry yeah. uh, but again it can that can manifest itself either as like a rousing speech or as yeah. someone that just obviously really is like cares about it like niggling at you yeah it needs to be like this no 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 it's, it's obviously yeah, yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. to them like that comes yeah, out in different yeah. ways and it's just it's just somehow transmitting the importance helping the other person like adopt the importance you attribute to something <laughs> yeah. whether it's being big or little or and you know i my my um that uh that ubuntu phone project that we did not you and i Thankfully. but you know and i i was there and you know i stood up in front of 200 developers and designers and i was like you know no slides i was like let's do this mm. and you know like this is our opportunity to do something we might not work out but it won't let's not fail because we fucked up and or words to that effect and it got everybody rallied mm. and i think that's an important that's kind of an important thing to be able to do but then there's also the importance of making decisions and taking responsibility for them yes yeah and you know that's sort of like and you know you've got the hard People always go on about hard decisions. And like a lot of decisions aren't really hard. What's hard is taking responsibility for them. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what should we have for dinner? Yeah, well, it's committing to, <laughs> you've got to commit to a decision. Yeah. Like, you've, first, you've got to be capable yeah. of making a decision, which is hard because, like, yeah. the way I always think about it is the death of all alternatives. So it's like, it's a hard yeah, thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, we're it doing is, this is, one thing. I'm going to put my eggs in this basket and I'm going to bring yeah. other people. This is something I find really hard to do on my own things. It's like, is this big enough that I would inflict it upon another person? Am I sure about <laughs> this enough that I would yeah, inflict yeah, it on yeah, someone yeah. else? Um, but yeah, so, but the, and then the follow through and then the, yeah, like, yeah, the, you know, the buck stops here. I made that decision I, and I take... I made that decision. That's what we decide to do. And, I, you know, it's my... De I mean, I have used the line in a team stand-up thing. It's like, right, okay... You know, I've 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 heard everything. You've all given me your view, and all everyone's had the opinion. But now I'm in broadcast mode. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this, and it's like um, because leadership. This is where democracy, I think, is an interesting yeah. thing, because democracy doesn't lend itself to every type of decision. Mm. Like where expertise is required or information data yeah. is required you can't vote on that no. that's not opinion opinion is no yeah. use to anybody in those situations or what you know so it's like and also asking people as if their opinion is going to be valid without giving them all the information you know that's the horrible thing what you were saying about the authority and leadership mm. it's like i'm going to pretend to give you the power to make a decision but i'm not going to tell you this critical piece of information mm. which i need to deliver to the board 
because I'm higher than you and you don't know this one motivator of mine that but I'm not going to tell you secret <laughs> like those are where things get that's where trust gets undermined that's where people feel like disempowered mm. and I think and, and out of control and you know we've spoken about how horrible it is to work and be when you feel like you've got no control over yeah yeah and that's, life. that's what we've said you know it's what if you take away people's effect on <laughs> you know, yeah, the on world, the world then it just screws them over completely yeah 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 um I think um do you know, I've, I, I want to talk about the sort of like veneer of, or like when the way people project certainty is often this sort of like veneer, like meta layer above the truth. Um, and yeah. they think that they've sort of invented enough of a sort of web of like, often it's like a web of lies or it's like a, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. will, you know, okay, we, because I've been in a room and this was yeah I've been in a room where like someone was doing this you know the guy in charge was doing his and it was with a client but he was doing his like yeah no we've done everything right we've done all the things I'm sitting there going we, we haven't done anything <laughs> it's rubbish um, but like I'm you know because I'm there I've got to kind of like hold that line as well and then um, but th that sort of idea that you can sort of you, you kind of have to present the veneer, present the mask, present that sort of layer. Um, but woe betide anyone who, when, if someone can see, if someone cracks that, like you kind of, oh shit, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, I think it's all the smoke and... The smoke the and smoke, mirrors. Like, the smoke oh. and mirrors inevitably that comes from, well, I don't think it's inevitable. I, okay, I, so... But it, but we inevitably end up in those situations where we're sitting with a client with somebody and you're like, or or even I don't know. It's kind of an. In, it, Do you know blah, 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 blah. we could think about it in terms of Boris, uh, like what Boris yeah, Johnson's yeah. been he's, up to. He's useful in this. Hey, Boris, <laughs> making shit up, regard our leader in the biggest, the leader of air our country. I can possibly imagine the uh, puppet of the billionaire tax avoiders <laughs> that we have now at, a, at the helm um who will on one hand indulge in machiavellian strategies and on the other hand present his sort of like buffoonish um demeanor he will sort of be like he'll sort of he'll, his his persona is likability and his behavior is deeply untrustworthy um yeah but if you want to manipulate people you have to be really good at it <laughs> <laughs> like, there's really no way around it if you want trust you've got to make everybody believe your bullshit including your team sitting at the table knowing that it's not quite true your team you know like everybody needs to be convinced yes i i know it's not exactly what you wanted for but it's the very best that could be done in the time or whatever it is because you know like i've worked there's a there's a a, a balkan epic poem from sort of like the middle ages um that in it has the quote of like two sort of leaders within a city going um, I'm paraphrasing a translation you know you call me duke I'll call you lord and we know what shit we are but you know you're like you, you've got to you've got a there's there's a, this kind of like pretense this this uh 
story that you create, if it's going to be based on lies, you've got to be really good. Well, power is this, like you see it, it is really this, it's sort of like a story, a shared narrative that has been created that has really got out of hand <laughs> at a certain point. <laughs> like the concept of a nation, of a, like a leader of a like a monarch and any of these kinds types of things like even the money itself like these are all yeah, just yeah, all beliefs stories. stories that we tell each other and <laughs> it's amazing how like i've started watching succession which is a sort of um i don't know if you've seen it. it's on netflix uh, on yeah. hbo it's um Oh, it's, it's this. It's about it's rich people. Like so, it's the rich. It's the son trying to impress his dad. All that kind of dynamic. All that kind of thing. Just yeah. so I've, we've only watched the first episode, but it's it's sort of like this deep in business world, and it just comes across as so sort of specific and made up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like oh, it's yeah. all. It's so refined. Right, the suits and the things and the watches and the, everything about it is so... How is it? How has something remained a stable story for so long? Like, you know, default man, whatever. Like, um, yeah, this yeah. thing is, but, is not... It's, it's, it's managed to... It's like the Incan temple. It's, it's managed to remain undisrupted by outside forces somehow for so long that it's become this rarefied kind of like tower on which... Bullshit upon bullshit upon bullshit, like the stock market. All these but things I, have like towered but, on top of this complete made-up stuff. But I think that's. I mean, this is just no different to religion. Well, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. and it suits the one percent. Yes, it suits them fantastically because people watch those movies in the same way that it used to be. God will punish you, and you're going to go to hell mm. if you do something that doesn't suit us. And you don't give us enough money when you come to church on a Sunday. Now, it's if you don't believe in this tower of bullshit that we've created, you know, like we are, you you will not fail. You can't, if you believe in it, you too can one day perhaps yeah. be, join us at the top. With There's no intention of any of us joining the 1%. And I think the bullshit, the, I think the very reason we're seeing such a fucked up world at the moment is that we are, there's the, the critical mass of, educated people is flipping mm. and everyone's going oh, <laughs> that's great telly mate but i'm not going to work and listening to this shit. there's a you know which... yeah like but, but you say it's like i used to think like the bible well i mean it's a really big book that couldn't have just come out of nowhere there must be something to it there's loads of details so many details in there that's not just come out of nowhere it's the same it's like all the details of this like you know so, so this illusion that the you know the one percent have created is it's like well how can you refute look there's so much to it how could it possibly be made up um it's exactly the same situation and like when they start translating the bible into english and people could actually understand it and question it and you get protest yeah. protestantism and all those kind of things coming out yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. like it's harder to hide and like those corners that you can run your little machiavellian schemes again harder and harder to find and so yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like a really bad time for for all for politics and everything but i think it's like that these cockroaches are running out of places to scuttle to and make that the fact that we're kind of there's i don't know what's happening with this whatsapp message chat logs but like just you know if if you're talking on those things and and that's a matter of public record then sorry like you're not going to be able to do all this stuff no <laughs> 
going back to your your business metaphor, you mm. know, like the not even metaphor, like these movies where I and I I've worked in more than one place where I've sat in meetings and gone looked around. I was like, do, do you lot think we're in some sort of a movie or something? Because this is real life, you know, where actually we have bills to pay and we need to go home and we need to eat and we need to like, you know, we can't stay up all hours and look amazing because the makeup department has done our fucking hair. It's like a, like you just sit there and you go, do, are you really talk, do you, do you think I buy this? <laughs> you, what like was, a, I want to kind of hear more about, more context on that. Like what were what, what you know, these people you, believing? I, like what were they saying? But I think, you know how in the movies, yeah. people walk into business meetings, they're like walk in with, the, like you were saying about Perfect, the suits yeah. and the protocols and the way they speak to each other and they, and then people do it in real life. Mm. And you're like, especially, I have to say, much more often seen in the young male of the species, right. well, where they're kind of like, if I behave like this, then I will be a manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> so much more of that, I find, you know, so I, I that, that that's what I mean by that kind of like, have you not actually had, and <laughs> I work, one of the first places I worked as a... <laughs> it is it's like this is not how people talk to each other humans do not interact in this way can you please at least go and watch some better written tv before you come into this meeting <laughs> i can't bear it and it's like uh they, i worked at this one place i only worked there for about eight months it was it consultancy in brighton and they um they they're all the the, the one of the founders was very opinionated and then he had all these like little mini me's and they would sit in meetings with their feet on the desk and shit like that. And I'd be like, F off. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Anyway, so yeah, th that kind of like pretense thing. But it, I mean, it suits people. It suits people. I'm, on the subject of telly, I watched Peaky Blinders okay. last night, the first episode of Series 5. I recall you're not a massive I fan of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> I, anyway, I'm, I, I enjoy the Peaky okay. Blinders. And I we enjoyed the uh, um, yesterday's episode I was watching it and before we sat down to watch it I found this uh, MASH report thing where they were talking about the final season of the UK yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was quite a dark but you know <laughs> and then I watched this episode of the Peaky Blinders and I was like there's, there's, there's not much in it you know in terms of storyline <laughs> it's like you know we've got the the you know the the oppressed classes and we've got the you know the the rich paedophile MP using the, you know, it's yeah. like, you, you know, try and then not wanting to pay. It's like, we've we've got all the storylines here. I don't know how you do telly. Um, <laughs> but I did, you know, just to, to comment briefly on Peaky Blinders, like, I think I sort of didn't like the sort of, I think there was some violence that I didn't like in it. But, you know, the, it's very the violent. irony of that is like, we've been watching Preacher on Amazon Prime and, you know, I watched uh, this Red Letter Media uh YouTube channel, which is like serious sort of nerd kind of analysis of like films and TV and stuff. And and one of the, the guy on that, the sort of alpha nerd there was like, oh, they'd never put Preacher on TV. Like they'd never film this stuff because it's all like this God relate. God is just a horrible person in it. <laughs> Jesus is sort of like this like hot idiot. And then he's in this Hitler is now leading hell. So you've got these meetings with Jesus and Hitler sorting out the apocalypse. But like the... 
Oh, the episode we watched this week, the, the sudden ultraviolence was just so brutal. It's just like comedy. I don't even want to like describe it on the podcast, but it's like, I'll, t- I, I, I'll pause it, I'll put, play some music here and then I'm going to tell Ivanka and then you can hear the reaction. My God! See, I'm not watching that. I just and I'm like, and I'm, but See, you're not going to watch Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders isn't that bad. <laughs> like, you're going to watch <laughs> this, Jesus. I mean, I just God, God in. The, yeah, I mean, I can tie this back into leadership. Like, it's, it's well, <sighs> I mean, br- brutal, brutal, um, brutal use of power is a is a leadership tool. Well, that's, for a certain type of leader. Evolutionarily, it's a, an explanation for the existence of psychopaths. Is like human. It, it can be attributed to this um, to be a leader, and we're sort of thinking more like. And you've just got to think of like you know gangster films now and things like that. Like <laughs> you've got to be prepared to punish in an extreme way any slight yeah. insubordination and that's that's a whole way that like leaders come there's that's you've just got to show that you're a psychopath in order to show strength it's not necessarily about being the biggest it's about being prepared to shoot someone for sort of implying that for saying that you said something funny you know i'm thinking of joe is it joe pesci in a Goodfellas. Anyway, you've got to be prepared know. to go psycho on someone for like nothing. But even just like making an example of someone as well. There's that whole kind of carrots well, and I've sticks. I've had that advice. I've had that advice. You know, not not to go mental. <laughs> <laughs> but when I joined one company, a VP told me, "Oh well, now that you're taking charge of the team, you know, you've got to fire a couple of people." <laughs> okay, <laughs> for kickoff. <laughs> like, Right. Okay. Uh, it's not my style, but you know, <laughs> it's like not only is it not my style, it's illegal. Yeah. Um, unless you're in America, of course, when you can walk into work and just go, you, you, out, mm. and not give a reason. It's pretty awesome in America. Uh, which is why the 1% doesn't like unions or socialist politics. Anyway, where were we? Um, we were talking about <laughs> making an example of people. Like that's the leaders that yeah. will win. I don't even know what we're... Are we even... Like Trump, does he do that? Like, Well, he tries he? to, doesn't he? But he's too... Like, he's doing this whole posturing with Iran. Oh, God. He's doing posturing. That's the same it. sort of thing. Yeah. That's where he's doing it. I mean, I mean Obama, who we all, mm. you know, ha- yeah. hold in high, high yeah, regard, yeah. he assassinated Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Well, no, it's yeah. on his orders, and I don't, I don't agree with that activity personally. I think that, in the same way that the Americans, when they, do you remember that footage when they arrested Saddam Hussein, mm. and there was like this, you know, haggard old man being pulled out of a hole in the floor, mm. and then the, this American go, guy going, "We got him." <laughs> I'm sure I've done this on podcast before, but I, I just show such a massive on the subject of principles, such a such a lack of regard for another human being yeah like regardless that that's not the way to you know that we have we have we don't we don't do things it's like you don't hit your children anymore you know people don't hit their children i've never you know do, yeah so we don't obama do did some, don't do that. some shit like i, I just yeah, even yeah. recently seeing that his thing with the um the water in uh in flint where he went and he sort of did this weird little uh, can i have a glass of water and then sort of like had a bit and just 
it was just a blatant kind of you to that town to all all those people like it was pretty nasty the town that has no drinking the town that some cynical piece of shit rerouted the water supply from the clean water supply to this poisoned water supply so now everyone has to buy bottled water and um when the car factory in the area had trouble because this water was so fucked um they got the clean water supply again so like they knew (laughs) but then like the fact that obama came in and, and did this like like i i you know, I thought Obama was brilliant, and I so, and this is where I sort of go like, I, how do you, how would you, how can you, is it possible to be a perfect leader or a great leader? Because Obama's thing was, yeah, we've unilaterally gone and murdered this terrorist man, uh, which just crossed some illegally crossed some international international border because we think we've got the muscle to just get away with it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. his his yeah. like his I'm gonna do the right thing was well we're gonna like. Dr- not make a circus out of executing this guy that was his yeah. we're not going to make the death of you know um osama bin laden this circus freak show like it was with saddam hussein um yeah. what happened to, that, did saddam get after an unsuccessful yeah he was executed oh they televised it didn't yeah they? yeah didn't so they, they made it into a they big re- circus oh, my god. oh god yeah see that's the kind of thing i erase from my memory um yes they did uh but uh, so, but and this is where you know people go. Oh, you don't know, and I think this, you know, hands us off quite nicely to our well, yeah, next and episode, that's, that's, yeah. conspiracy theories. Because like, there's it's all this like you know like a, a leader who will say, ah, oh, but you don't know uh, yeah. all the all the factors that I had to hand when I made that decision. The line of bullshit of yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you don't know. What's coming from someone that I know yeah, there is not going on behind the scenes. You're going to sleep, you're playing computer <laughs> games, you're doing coke. Like, this is what's going on behind <laughs> yeah, the scenes. Yeah. F*** you. Like, oh, yeah, no, you yeah, don't yeah. really see the big picture yeah, like yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm the it's leader. What, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing where it's like, you know, I, I, am, I am willing to accept that Obama had lots of factors of, you know, lots of data points, lots of political decisions people he had to please lobbyists how do i keep these people happy all of that stuff that he took into account when he did that i believe that he did take them into account this current fella probably not but you know the um so however i don't necessarily uh, you know i i don't agree with his conclusion um so so it's like or or his action and certainly with the flint story i didn't know about that flint that he went there and drank some dirty water just to make a point Um, (laughs) sorry pretended to drink some dirty water basically that is anyway so so but but um but but i don't think you know that's how you i mean i struggle to lead my own daughter with that sort of obfuscation technique (laughs) it's like yeah but why do i have to do that well because (laughs) and you know that sort of like because i said oh you know like she'd be like yeah but who are you why why does what you say matter i mean this you know i'm 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 i i can't you know so so if you won't explain if you won't explain your your commands then you have to do the whole making an example random psychotic punishments that kind of line just to and then you're just leading through fear and leading through you know so like someone just like I mean, they may trust you and they may sort of not... It's like the military thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. you just have to do it and you're not allowed to ask any questions. And, you know, um, you know, there's a time and a place 
for that, I've told you the story about my siblings leaving a pub because I said we're going without yeah. them. No, you know, you know, there's a time and a place for no. We just you can question me later, but right now, with this is what we're doing. There's no time yeah. for a big debate. And I think, but you've got to earn the right to do that. And the military have a whole education program that works mm. people through the point where, as a soldier, you have to respect and understand why, and you have to respect authority in that mm. sort of like unflinching, unquestioning sort of way. But if you're being hired to design an app, or you are a voter, in, yeah. and, and by voting in a weird way, you're kind of designing your country. <laughs> you know, like you yeah, know who yeah, you yeah. vote for will affect you know decisions about healthcare, decisions about education. You're sort of designing the society you want to live in. In those circumstances, blind faith is not okay. Yeah, it's not an option anymore. I, I heard um, uh, Mehdi Hassan talking to one of the uh, presidential candidates, the Democratic candidates uh, the other day he was talking about the whole uh, joe biden uh, the the guy that like jumped on joe biden for contradicting himself and saying oh have you forgotten what you said two minutes ago blah, 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 that sound kind yeah. of thing and then as an aside in that it's like well you know i, I thought that was good that you're you're taking that fight because trump isn't going to play nice so we need you know the democrats yeah. need someone that's going to be you know yeah, uh, yeah. ready for a fight um but but then um but then it sort of like casually said, yeah, people should be voting for you based on your your policies rather than, you know, some sort of media circus thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't I want to question that assumption, that idea that we're voting, that we should be voting for policies, because that's like just you tell people something that you're going to do. And it's whether people think that might work, which is that. That it needs to be based on values and yeah, principles, and like policies is like feature idea. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. May yeah, or may yeah. not work. It needs yeah, to yeah. be prototyped. It needs to be user tested. Yeah, it needs yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like it needs to be kept yeah, yeah, an yeah. eye on. Yeah. You can't just vote on. Yeah, I'd like the app to do that. I'd like yeah, the yeah, to I, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I, I had this conversation with my mum the other day, and I you've just helped me understand why. Just, yeah. But it was like. You know, there are no circumstances where for the working classes or anyone under the 1%, a conservative government is better for them on a values basis than a socialist government. That's just it. And when I vote, mm. I vote on values. I yeah. vote on the fact that when that a Labour government or a socialist government would never go for austerity. Mm. They might yeah. have to make some difficult blah, blah, blah. I know, but, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be their starting position, wouldn't be no. to get the working classes to pay for the mistakes of the bankers. Mm. And that, that was what oh the Peaky Blinders bit was exactly that. Him standing up in, in Parliament. I know it's fiction, but straight mm. after the Wall Street crash yeah. and standing up as a, as a, you know, a Labour MP in parliament going you're expecting the shoe shine to pay for your mistakes yeah. like, which is you know like that's the bit it's that exactly made me go happened. i was like it's... looking at, mom, at nick going fucking hell. like it's like it's like this is the this is the country now yeah peaky blinders is popular enough that that might get through to some yeah. thick heads i don't you know i don't know <laughs> they see but you know you have to sit and watch it through a Anyway, but yes, so that was that thing of like the values. It's like if I am Joe Biden and I represent the Democrats, then 
I I want to know that you're um, and Extinction Rebellion did this in, sorry to tangent did this <laughs> it, it, little statement yesterday I watched it yesterday I don't know when it came out which was about how to approach um, any conversation around Brexit or around mm. a general election and what is the yeah. XR position on that and their their position is you know go you must vote vote for whoever and support whatever candidate you think has the best green policies but um or whatever party but actually when it comes to brexit having you it's a it's a topic on which it's really easy to alienate people that you might want to talk to about the state of the climate which is quite an interest it's like this kind of you know i want to i know that labor has adopted a very sensible um green I, the word policy now you've made me nervous <laughs> but yet but mm. rightly so I think a sort of a direction where there's been an agreement to collaborate with the Green Party on whatever Green New Deal activities are going on so there's so how that evolves over time is you know less like you say that's the uh, what we want is a is a viable planet yeah <laughs> what the we actual the features are going to be <laughs> uh, you know we'll leave that to the specialists i don't know should we go nuclear power should we go fracking yes or no i'm not an expert however we i do measure know. we need, I need to a, try some stuff i we need, need a planet yeah. that yeah. i can breathe the air and drink the water and grow yeah. some food that sort of stuff so yes i think i think you're at there's that sort of you're i think yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm processing my agreement. one last little segment which is can, what can you think who's who's a leader that you are happy have been happy with or like can you think of anyone that has been like a leader that you would like to follow and i'm phrasing that in a leading way because like, who is a leader that you would be happy to follow uh in turn so what in in the world or in work? Yeah, ev- ev- work all time, anywhere, just in any context. I'm just because when I try and think about it, it's, it turns out to be quite a hard thing to like. Who's done a good job that I can think of? I I don't know. Like I can think of people that have done certain things well, and other things, you know, it's been easy to criticise. You know, it's like. Are we going for names or are we going for... It can be names, I've, it can I've be qualities. Had a, I've had two managers who, if they invited me to go and work for them and the project itself was interesting, I'd go in a heartbeat. And the mm. reasons for that are um, honesty, taking responsibility mm. for what it's, is theirs to take responsibility for but and yeah. creating for me the space in which... I could work and do really well. Like I could do good work, my best work. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's three or four people I know. They're not necessarily the kind of people that would stand up and go rah. And maybe yeah. that's what's tricky is finding that balance. So I I worked um, in in a sort of GDS context. I definitely there was definitely the inspirational leader person, and then mm. the person who 
um, the mentor workout? How you know did that sort of managery leadership piece? Mm. And I, I, what I'm trying, what I'm struggling to find is somebody who embodies both. Yeah, um, and I and, and I, I think spoke- yeah, and maybe that's fine. You know, like maybe the 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 prime minister of a country needs to be, you know, an uh, an inspir you know an inspirational person that can guide you through, like the country, you know, through life. I don't know, life is a funny mm. word, but you know, who can who can rally the country to to do a thing, but that they should then rely on their civil servants and their policy people to actually do what's right, execute. Yeah, uh, like yeah, so yeah, that's a, cause the sort of leader I would want for the country is someone who instead of an expert in playing politics uh someone that there's two, i think there's two sides to leading a country there's the there's the international stuff there's the relationships with other countries which is something that i don't really think very much about so i think i probably don't really see a lot of that yeah, but, but um, boris isn't doing us any favors oh god yeah I mean, <laughs> whereas obama uh, did do america a lot of favors mm. you know like we all loved obama and we didn't you know for no other reason that he broke barriers yeah and that is politics that, that is, is being politics, good at playing yeah. politics yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah, because yeah. you got it because it's basically anarchy like it's an it's like just different countries who's got the biggest muscles who's got the biggest guns yeah. that who's who's gonna who wields more power that's it's just like there's no grand there's sort of like some convention the geneva convention and some things like that but really it's just a who's got the biggest guns still yeah. so you've got to play politics you've got to you know remember people's names you've got to have secret plans you've got to yeah, spies yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to yeah, do all yeah. that stuff around. but like the what the kind of leader i would like is just someone who is focused on the country in like who can just get make the system work and cannot mess that up and just can but that that just comes down. That's just civil servants, isn't it? Like you say, it's, it's like, like just it's the we'll operational. In it, yeah, in a business, just in get a, the operations right. Like that's yeah, something I mean, that you just don't. They're not interested, in, are they? Like, and I think if you've that, had the um, like in the business context, you've got the, a big part of the CEO's role is mm. perception of the company outside that networking, mm. that going for you know lunches and talking about how amazing the company is and all that blah blah blah. Yeah. And I, but I think I wonder, you know, that Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda. Adern, she gets New Zealand some excellent PR because mm. of her principled decision making, mm. and it's so it's not all out to you know going out boozing on doing coke with the with the other <laughs> with the other CEOs. Sometimes, like you know, when they had that shooting, she refuses to use the name of the shooter. Yeah. She has, back, you know, like being very proactive on a on the climate front. She's taken a baby into Parliament. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. she's. It's her principles, principles, her values and principles yeah. that are getting New Zealand or, or reinforcing New Zealand's reputation rather than her bravado or her bluster or her showing off. And this is the game. This is the game now. Perception marketing. It is a it's a what you say. It's a presentation thing. And it that does come from values. And like companies are realizing that like there's a lot of that. Like you've got to sh- present that you have good values and a belief system that people can get behind um <clears throat> and so yeah it's a very good source of leadership fuel isn't it and that's yeah, the yeah. that's the getting everything together that is right and good within yourself it's like finding yeah. those values and because they are fuel for for yeah, yeah, yeah. being inspiring and being you know yeah motivating I, people I, uh... and getting their loyalty i hate the word loyalty is one that i find a bit 
like blind loyalty yeah. i suppose i find a bit gross as an idea i think i think um, it's the yeah. blind law i mean loyalty is like why should you be loyal what is it hmm. I, I think we've in, it, it, it picked that apart in another context somewhere yeah, else yeah. so yeah I, i'm not saying that loyalty is necessarily a um you know it's sort of can be can be quickly turned into devotion <laughs> which is, <laughs> is an error um but yeah, I had, yeah, yeah a friend of mine visited from uh, australia i haven't seen he was here for a family wedding and he uh, popped in with his family and they he was telling me he's now got the oldest solar and renewables installation company in australia mm. and he said but it's taken a long time to build up because he said now what's paying off is the fact that he held to his principles and only did used quality materials and quality installations so therefore you know like over the course of 15 years lots of other solar companies have disappeared and he's just now really going strong um so you know principles in business the problem with principles is that they don't deliver a quick yeah bang whereas going out going like do we hate everybody yeah we hate everybody and like you get loads of immediate immediate yeah. res- emotional response but if you go let's be very sensible and do everything sensibly yeah. people are like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just not as rallying is it yeah when, when especially when it, and it's all about context it's like when you're surrounded by people that are prepared to lie through their teeth about every aspect of what they're doing then it's hard to be a sort of stand-up principled person but let's let's just take the new zealand prime ministers you know let's find some hope there and see that now that the now is seems to be the age of the horrible liar it means that now the sort of principled person who is a bit more thoughtful starts to stick out more again yeah yeah um so it's yeah it's it may permanently be a back and forth between terrible people and good people <laughs> and i'll say i know I'll just give Ivanka a little compliment on po- podcast and say, like, I have been trying to think about who I would like as a leader. I can't think of any politicians. It's very hard to find a politician. Corbyn's turned into a focus group weirdo. <laughs> he seemed to used to have principles, but I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, he's right, though, isn't he? Bargain basement Britain. Anyway, but yeah, I, I have I struggled to think of a better leader that I have had than Ivanka. So there you go. Thanks. But you just reminded me today just of your sometimes hardline don't ask me any questions thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really like that. But <laughs> she was right. But I had to kind of take that. But uh, Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com and find out more. Uh, where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Uh, find me on Instagram at, Instagram oh. at Michael Forrest at the moment because I'm doing loads of stuff on there every day. And then YouTube and then michaelforrestmusic.com. Um, you can subscribe on the website that I aforementioned website grandpodcast.com and also email us hello at grandpodcast.com well I'm, I seem to be paying quite a lot of attention to the Instagram the grand podcast Instagram and the grand podcast Twitter at the moment so mm. not sure it's creating a coherent story but do say hello I will respond um, and then uh, the other thing that would be really nice if you did because uh, I'm beginning to uh, suspect that 
it's mostly our friends listening <laughs> so so annie bex bruce <laughs> you could just you know share a link occasionally that would be really awesome um, spread the word spread the word write us some stars do all that jazz um yeah you know. thanks and if you you know come on guys we're going i've got a job Patreon, <laughs> big shot do it come on michael so just yeah, please come on it's quite a lot of work this podcast come on please listen to all the free music uh, is it free music if it's a anyway alright thanks for listening see you next time bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.